use LinkedIn to search for recruiters who work with your target employer or specialize in your industry. Follow them and send them a note. Just remember that recruiters for sure receive hundreds of messages from people just like you asking them to help them find a job. Please don't send them an email or LinkedIn note saying, hey, can you help me find a job? That is not their job. They don't work for you. They work for companies. So share your resume with a note overviewing your experience, what you're looking for, and what you're interested in doing in the future. The reason I encourage people to follow recruiters and also interact with their content is so that your name becomes familiar to them. They're more likely to respond to you if you've made your way into their network before you even ask them for anything. Hey everyone, welcome to Well That Was Unexpected. I'm your host, Carla Isabel Carstens, but you can call me Carla. I'm a luxury fashion publicist turned marketing consultant and a creative industry career coach. I've helped my clients pivot from finance to fashion, fashion to tech, get jobs with brands and companies like Louis Vuitton, Michael Kors, Saks Fifth Avenue, and Estee Lauder, land speaking gigs at South by Southwest, and so much more. If you can't tell, I believe that life's too short to do just one thing. I'll help you transform your what ifs into what's next. With new episodes launching every Thursday, each episode is designed to make you both laugh and inspire the confidence within you to expand the possibilities for your own life. They'll feature conversations with guests who've made real, raw, and inspiring career and lifestyle pivots that will make you think, what? How did they do that? But once you listen to their stories, sharing exactly how they made things happen, you'll realize just how possible it is for you to make a similar change, no trust fund required. Welcome back. Today, I'm pulling back the curtain on the hidden job market. It's estimated that 60 to 80% of jobs are found through networking. That means if you're only relying on traditional channels for your job search, you're likely only seeing 20% of the jobs you're eligible for. Employers receive an average of 250 applications for each publicly posted job. That's a lot of competition. Conversely, there's significantly less competition for jobs accessed through the hidden market since fewer people know about the job. Less applications, less competition. In short, you're missing out big time if you aren't tapping into the hidden job market. This episode shares how to unearth these hidden opportunities advice on best practices, and explains why they're hidden in the first place. Typically, when we're looking for a job, we focus on stalking websites like LinkedIn and Indeed. But there's a secret stash of jobs you may be missing out on if you're solely relying on those websites. Today, I'm introducing you to the hidden job market. It's estimated that 60 to 80% of jobs are found through networking. That means if you're only relying on traditional channels for your job search, you're probably only seeing 20% of the jobs you're eligible for. On top of that, employers receive an average of 250 applications for each publicly posted job. That's a lot of competition. Conversely, 
there is significantly less competition for jobs access through the hidden job market. Since fewer people know about the job opening, less applications, less competition. And we love that. In short, you're missing out big time if you aren't tapping into the hidden job market. You may be curious as to why companies keep jobs hidden. It seems counterintuitive, but there are actually really good reasons why companies don't want to disclose certain job openings. A few obvious are they're replacing an existing employee who isn't performing, they want to promote internally, or they don't want to publicize their salary ranges. But there are a few reasons that aren't that obvious. For example, it can actually quicken their hiring process. If they have a solid HR process in place, they can quickly access a pool of existing and potential candidates without having to post the job publicly and sit and wait for applications, which can save them weeks of reviewing hundreds of applications and cut down the number of interviews they need to schedule. It also saves them money. Posting jobs on job boards is expensive and time-consuming, so it's more economical to hire internally or use an existing network of contacts and referrals. Hiring internally or through employee referrals is less risky since they can rely on existing knowledge and experience of that candidate to make a more confident and informed decision whether or not to hire them. A quick note, contractor roles and executive positions are the most common roles that aren't posted publicly. Contract roles aren't always found on job boards because a lot of the times, contractors don't work directly for the company. Rather, they're hired by an external agency who pays them to work for the company that they've been contracted to work for. Executive level positions sometimes require secrecy due to the sensitivity of a senior leadership change. So they avoid posting these roles publicly to avoid any internal drama. So if you're ready to dip into this hidden pool of jobs, here's how. First, connect with recruiters. You want to find and align yourself with several, not just one, several recruiters in your industry. These recruiters maintain close relationships with company executives, HR departments, and hiring managers. They're trusted to find the best talent for open opportunities, and at times, job openings are actually exclusive to these recruiters, so they're not posted publicly. A quick background on recruiters if you aren't already familiar. Companies hire outside recruiters to conduct job searches when they don't have the internal bandwidth to handle hiring, or they just want to keep the role private. Most recruiters specialize in specific industries and sectors within that industry, and they're hired because of their existing databases of highly skilled candidates in that specific area. When a recruiter works on a job opening, they contact on-target people who have the right background for the role. More often than not, they won't share the name of the company they're recruiting for in that initial contact until you hop on a phone call with them. A lot of people bow out of this process because of how clandestine the process is, and they don't like the idea of hopping on a phone call for 20 minutes before they know what company the role is for. But I urge you to always take calls with recruiters because you never really know how good or how bad it can be. 
And even if it's bad, at least you're developing a relationship with a recruiter who might have an excellent opportunity for you in the future. To find recruiters, use LinkedIn to search for recruiters who work with your target employer or specialize in your industry. Follow them and send them a note. Just remember that recruiters for sure receive hundreds of messages from people just like you asking them to help them find a job. Please don't send them an email or LinkedIn note saying, hey, can you help me find a job? That is not their job. They don't work for you. They work for companies. So share your resume with a note overviewing your experience, what you're looking for, and what you're interested in doing in the future. The reason I encourage people to follow recruiters and also interact with their content is so that your name becomes familiar to them. They're more likely to respond to you if you've made your way into their network before you even ask them for anything. Cherry on top, they tend to post their open roles to their network. Network and use social media. I know, I know, dreaded networking, but we gotta do it, guys. Networking is not a quick fix. Nothing is if you haven't already noticed. But with strategic networking, you can take steps that will make your job search much more effective for the rest of your career. Networking, when done well, is the closest thing there is to a shortcut to a new job. Tapping into your network of friends, families, coworkers, former colleagues and bosses, college alumni, heck, even your neighbors for job leads is an effective way to uncover the hidden job market. Conferences and meetups are also a way to make long-lasting connections that can lead to job offers because they allow you to interact with connections face-to-face. These events can often be expensive to attend, but there is a cheaper option. You could volunteer to gain entrance to a costly industry conference or go for a free professional meetup that's relevant to your field. Don't forget to look into joining professional groups and associations to build a community. A lot of these communities and associations have LinkedIn pages, so make sure to search there. And ask previous or current bosses and mentors if they have any suggestions for you. A quick reminder, don't stop networking as soon as you find your next job. You'll inevitably need to search for a new role in the future and you don't want to be in the position of starting from scratch. As Harvey Mackey said, you should dig your well before you're thirsty. Having a large network pays off when it's time to look for a new job, especially the hidden job market. Keep in touch with your former colleagues and bosses. Build your LinkedIn network by connecting with people in your industry. But don't forget to add people you know from everyday life. And also, don't forget to help others. Zig Ziglar once said, give to get. You can have everything in life you want if you will just help enough people get what they want. Keep your ears open about opportunities and help connect people in your network to those opportunities. This type of support is usually reciprocated. Cultivate relationships with peers in your industry. These connections can really pay off. On that note, It's incredibly important to optimize your LinkedIn profile so you can be found by recruiters and hiring managers. Recruiters tend to use LinkedIn to contact desired candidates, even if that candidate 
doesn't seem to be looking for a new opportunity. You can't be found if your profile isn't optimized for the job you're seeking. So here are a few quick tips. Keep your headlines specific and concise. Don't crowd it with a ton of keywords. Stick to a few that create a title that aligns with your desired role. Add a descriptive bio. This is where you have the space to humble brag about your skills and show off your personality. Take full advantage. Make sure you have a profile image and a banner. They should be aesthetically pleasing and tell viewers something about you. Don't forget to add your interesting projects to the featured section. So many tools within LinkedIn are underutilized, and this is one of them. If applicable, take a few projects from your portfolio and add them here so they're easily scannable. Employee referrals. Hiring managers love employee referrals. They tend to feel that if an internal employee recommends someone, they must be a good option. Think about it. Why would an employee refer a shitty candidate? If the person bombs, the person who referred the candidate will def get some side eye. And companies sometimes offer bonuses if a referral joins the company. It also means that your application is set apart from the internal processes that most typical job seekers have to navigate, like an ATS, applicant tracking system, for online applications, or being the 200th application that doesn't even get seen by a human. Lastly, and I know I'm going to get slack for this, but please hear me out. Volunteer. So many companies have initiatives that help their communities, and these projects often need volunteers. So there's often an opportunity to participate. You always hear that in order to effectively network, you have to be able to offer the person you're trying to connect with something of value which is difficult when you're in the beginning stages of your career. By volunteering, you have the opportunity to meet the right people and show them what you're capable of. Professional experience is valuable, but in these initiatives, it's usually not a must. So it's a great way to not only get experience in an industry you may not have experience in, but also make contacts for when there might be a job available. Make sure that you volunteer to do something that is closely related to your desired field or profession. For example, if you're trying to break into graphic design, help a charity or cause with their graphic design. Don't volunteer to call their prospective donors. While that's very kind of you, it's not going to help your career aspirations. To close out this episode, I want to remind everyone listening to please be strategic and thoughtful during their job search. Recruiters and hiring managers have a lot of candidates, especially for those sexy-ass jobs you probably have your eye on. It turns the job hunt into a numbers game, so don't get discouraged. People are so quick to assume that they're not getting hired because there's some hidden secret or because they don't know the right people. But a lot of the time, it's because you're simply targeting roles that you're not the best candidate for. Ouch, I know, but it's true. Make sure to reflect, be strategic, and be targeted in your approach as you navigate a job search. Thanks so much for tuning in, and I hope this helps you uncover your dream gig. Don't forget to rate or review this podcast. Talk soon.